0: And yeah. I had no idea that there were hunks in your repertoire. <laughs> they don't show up on Facebook. No, I, I guess I don't really do that. I don't go through pe- other people's Facebook friends to see if they were <laughs> cute. <laughs> I think I would have if Facebook, because I'm old, so Facebook didn't exist when I was in middle school. Oh, that's a... Uh, but yeah. I think I would have. I guess yeah, I yeah, probably yeah. did that on MySpace or, whatever, or Zenga or whatever.
1: Whoa, <laughs> Zanga.
0: Right. I think oh. now that I've seen, like I think I really would go people through people's friends list Ooh, friends yeah. list to see cute boys. But Facebook didn't exist. But I I I would have. Yeah. In college I, yeah. But cause it really like was a thing in college for me. Yes. Like yeah. that's when everybody was on it.
1: And I remember like because when it came out, I remember thinking like it's a college thing. You don't have yes. a Facebook when you're in high school. Well, you had to have an EDU address at first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I remember being like really excited when I got my EDU address because yeah. I was like, okay. It's Facebook time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I don't, I I went through a Facebook, I, I deactivated for a long time. Oh, you did? Like post-college, my first like four years in LA, I didn't have a Facebook. Like I, you could find me, but I didn't accept front, I was deactivated. Why? Um, Because it seemed like a big time suck yeah also I didn't really want to update anyone from high school about my life oh no I was like you, you guys were not nice to me in high school you don't get to know about my LA life no and I guess I don't want to look at yours either
1: yeah
0: um, and so I think that was and I didn't want to be found really mm-hmm. um, now yeah. I hope everyone can find me uh, you can find me on twitter at at rmogee you can find <laughs> me at instagram at, at R-Mogi. Uh-huh. Uh and then uh,
1: hellmouthy po- hell follow follow me everywhere Perfect. Now I want to be a public face. You want to, you, you're entering the public sphere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just thought about, cause we were talking about people on Facebook, yeah. um, from high school. And so I've kind of been updating you on like things that have been happening in that like South high school reunion yeah. page. And there's this guy, <laughs> oh my God, I have to pull it up. I'm excited. Uh, like he just is very uncomfortable. Like okay. he will. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Okay, okay, okay. There's like a group of people putting it together. And one guy suggested like this crazy thing that was like $160 per person. It's just like this big party with a cigar bar. And he's like very excited about this cigar bar. And so Mm -hmm. this guy comments, X says, like, I don't want to have a cigar bar, blah, blah, blah. And someone was like, it's just an idea. And then he says, I know that, but I cannot stand the smell of smoke and especially cigarette smoke and cigar smoke. I got used to it when my grandfather smoked for when I was growing up. But I cannot stand the smell of it anymore. Smoking eventually caused my grandfather's death, and he passed away back on Wednesday, September 11th, 2002, which so happened to be the one year anniversary of the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks.
0: <laughs> it's oh, this is so insane! It's so insane and like so sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's ever told anyone the date that his grandfather died and they didn't make that connection? Yeah. He had to clarify. He was like, the one year. No, it was one year after. The very
1: one year anniversary.
0: <laughs> uh, the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attack. Yeah. yeah. You could pick, like, any two of those details. You don't yeah. need all those you details. You don't need <laughs> it's so much.
1: Gilding the lily um or just being very
0: clear it is
1: being very clear he
0: seems like a sheldon from big bang theory
1: yeah i mean i think he has yeah i think he has some kind of thing where he is bad at reading social cues and certainly can't read them on the internet
0: yeah i am not a sheldon but i do think that i'm not great at it so that i'm hyper so i like become hyper aware trying to figure them Mm -hmm. out whereas some people i think are just chill and like empathetic like some people just can tell how other people are feeling yeah. Whereas I'm constantly monitoring people. Well, that's not that made it sound like I was a creep. But like I'm yeah. much more like I'm actively trying to understand what people are feeling.
1: No, me too. Because I, yeah, yeah, I think I some that.
0: people just naturally like, and I love those people because it's so nice to be around them because they just get. You don't have to like say mm-hmm. I'm having a rough day, or you don't have to say like I'm really excited about this. Mm-hmm. They just can. They know. Yeah. And they give you a hug. I guess yeah. I'm just thinking of really good huggers. Yeah. And you know who's a really good hugger? Who? People who don't say. I'm a hugger. Ooh. I hate I'm a hugger. That's one of my least favorite sentences. It's up there.
1: I was going to say something horrible. (laughs) Never
0: mind. It's what? Like, I'm going to murder you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really... But I'm a hugger is... I hate that sentence.
1: No, yeah. When people are like... um, They're like, bring it in. And then while you're hugging, they're like, I'm a hugger. And it's like, oh my God, I'm in your arms right now. Yeah.
0: And you said (laughs) this to me. (laughs) Well, and it's such like a thing of like, my desire to hug trumps whatever you feel about hugging. Right. And it's like,
1: no... Just like read the situation. I think
0: I like the sentence. Are you a hugger? Yeah. It's sort of like when asking, you ask. Yeah, yeah. Like when you see a dog and you like you ask the owner, can I say hi?
1: Mm-hmm. You don't say like, I love dogs. Yeah. I'm a I'm a real dog lady. <laughs> and then get it in, in there.
0: Well, pe- some people do. Yeah. And I they probably also get nipped.
1: Yeah. Because not all dogs are people. People. No. People. 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 dogs. <laughs> 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 all right. I, I'm going to shape up. <laughs> no, please. I, I enjoy where this is going. <clears throat> Um. Ooh, my stomach feels strange. Did you have brekkie? I did have brekkie. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend ordered Squirrel DoorDash.
0: I've not had Squirrel, but this is the second podcast that I've heard people talk about it.
1: It's like it's good, but it's just like blown up, and it's the line is always fucking long, and every um. time you go there, there's like it's like always the wrong time. Yeah. Cause it's like if you go really early, it's like cool dads. Yeah, and then if you go at like ten, it's like cool people, after <laughs> cool people with
0: no children. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then like actually, you know what? I went there once at like three p.m. because mm-hmm. I think it closes at four. That's the time. Good time to go. It's the same. I feel like that's qua- like true for all
0: brunch places, like the griddle mm-hmm. near my house. Mm-hmm. Like it's this or near here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same thing. Like, if you go, if you try to be there at, when they open, which I thought was a good strategy. Mm-hmm. No, it's thousands of dad, dads with their little kids. Yeah. No, and it's I'm, they probably cool have wives, dads. So I'm very focused on the dads. So. No, it's a lot of cool dads. Yeah. It's a lot of cool dads. And so, like, yeah. And then it just gets more and then people start waking up mm-hmm. and then it's just, then it's all hell in a handbasket.
1: Yeah. But yeah, if you show up right before closing. There you go. You're, you're great. You you're going to have two you're, tables. You're golden. Uh, I feel like Los Angeles is very cool dad central. Lots of cool dads in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, but you would. yeah, you want want would be caught being a non-cool dad here.
1: No. Unless
0: do you wonder? I wonder though if there are kids like middle schoolers who are ha- like if they're de- like are like, "I wish my dad was as nerdy as your dad." Like oh. I wish he was more like the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Like they like so- I wish my dad didn't go to so many concerts. Yeah. I wish my dad didn't have so many t-shirts with cool things
1: on them. I wonder about that. I wonder about that. Yeah, like if they're just like, "God, my dad's like like, he's, like, Ugh. trying too hard. Your dad is clean-shaven. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, your he's... dad has short hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cool. Your dad's sneakers, like, they're old. Yeah, your can <laughs> pants have pleats. <laughs> your dad makes jokes, and they're super corny. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Your dad doesn't even work in the industry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, do you watch uh, You're the Worst?
1: Uh, I... Uh, you tried it was too hard the depression stuff was really hard no i would it was very well done mm -hmm. and very good but i was like oh god like this is and this was during when i was oh
0: sure no that is a show that sometimes it's like painful how because i'm not the worst Mm -hmm. you're not the worst we're both lovely people (laughs) thanks but that show is sometimes too recognizable to me yeah, it's like, too close to home. Like, it's too close to home. Yeah. It's like if somebody was watching my life and then wanted to turn it into something funny. Yeah. I mean, there, there's lots more adventurous sex in it than my yeah. life. But it's, uh, but I was thinking of the episode, and we can cut all this too, but uh, the, <laughs> I keep saying that. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Uh, the, like, Silver Lake Dad episode, where I'm she, remembering that. Justin Kirk is in it, and she, it's, like, all of a sudden, we just start focusing on this family right. and this yeah. guy. It opens with and the family. And then she's, like, yeah. stopping him. But, like, it's that, Character, it feels so like I feel like all of our friends will be that in five years. Oh, God. That is all of our future. No. Yep. And we're all going to feel trapped. <sighs> okay. So let's talk about uh, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire's say We won't feel trapped. We'll be happy and fulfilled. Because everybody knows if you get married and have a baby, it fixes all your problems.
1: Mm hmm. Just have a baby. <laughs> Just have Just a, have a I, Is your, your marriage is on your the mar- rocks? Is
0: your mar- Do you feel like you don't have. Happiness or satisfaction in your life? Baby. Bring a baby into
1: the mix. <laughs> Spice it up. That with some baby's baby going to have needs that you can fulfill <laughs> some of the time. Mm, mm. <laughs> that baby's going to resent you. Ooh, baby resentment. Ooh, baby resentment. That's a good team that name. That is a good team name. Put it on got, the list. Got some team names on the oh, list. Oh, oh. Ooh, we're feeling very fly today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things are getting spicy. Buffy, buffy, buffy. Buffy in the morning
0: <laughs> this morning i was lying in bed thinking of how to fix dollhouse oh interesting <laughs> <laughs> and i think i figured it out because they kind of did fix it in the second season yeah um they- yeah, towards the end yeah the answer is don't worry about the johns yeah don't worry about them focus on the dolls yeah let's tell not- me more about the doll's lives if the show was like lost and every episode was like a background for one of the dolls mm-hmm it would have been a great, great show great great well yeah who like, cares johns are inherently doing something gross they're yeah. not i don't want them to be the protagonist of my story
1: yeah and also like it, the most compelling idea about like a thing like dollhouse is like what brought these people to yes. agree to this yep did all of them agree to it mm-hmm. you know like that's a interesting right and it's
0: also and maybe it's you know we do talk about how uh the despair and the darkness is sometimes what attracts us to these fictional stories. But mm-hmm. there's also something like, where would you, how do you get to the point where you are willing to sell your body? Yeah. And five years of your life to escape the world, the life that you're living? Yeah. Or like, what is worth that cost to you? Yeah. That's really intriguing. Much more intriguing than like, what sexual peccadilloes does yeah. Client of the Week have? I don't care. That's yeah. gross. Yeah. I don't. It's like, okay. You're uh, gross. You're buying a human. I don't care about yeah. your pathology. Yeah go away
1: gross gross. Gross. <laughs> gross 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 or not gross or hot that's gonna be our new segment
0: gross or hot okay so <laughs> i'm gonna say buffy and angel referencing the sexual things they just saw in a movie theater gross gross buffy and F- or sorry <laughs> <Faith laughs> an angel make it out kind of hot kind of
1: hot Welcome to another episode of Hell Mouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm another of the two co-hosts, Ryan Mogie. We have no guests today. Yeah, we are guest lists. Guest list. Guest Guest list. list. Empty. Our guest
0: list is blank. Guest like. list. Guest list. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just the two of us. There's These episodes are kind of really good.
1: Yeah, they were good.
0: Like almost so good that i kept forgetting to take notes because i was so yeah into it like i didn't have there was a lot less to pick at because we do a little pick a little talk a little yeah on the we show do. we do but like there's less to be super at least from my perspective to be super picky about
1: right no i wasn't that picky i mean a lot of my notes were just like i mean i guess that they're, they're mostly positive this time
0: yeah i mean a big overall note for these two episodes and it's interesting because i also know they're prepping angel for a spinoff mm-hmm. is angel and buffy's relationship feels so much more like an adult functional relationship right now. Yeah. Like they respect each other. Mm-hmm. They're honest with each other. They tell each other what they need. Yeah. He's not, he's treats her like a human being and not like some paragon of virtue.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, no, it's true. A,
0: a lot of the things that we've bitched about them, mm-hmm. even her, his thing of like, I've, he's like, yeah, I've, fucked lots of do- I've do- fucked dozens of bad girls yeah yeah he's, he's like that's like, the past that's the past he's like yeah no I've I've done a lot of things that you don't know about <laughs> but I love you yeah. and that's enough yeah, and that's- she figures out that that's true and that's really I don't know I feel like that's very adult
1: yeah and in uh, Earshot mm-hmm. you know like she well I guess both in Enemies and we see like the resolving of it in Earshot yeah. that um she does that thing that like I've always kind of criticized her for which mm-hmm. is to be like this looks Like, I feel strange about this. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to leave. Yeah. And feel bad about it. But here, she actually, well, she tries to read Angel's mind. Which is, but he also,
0: like, immediately calls her on it. Mm -hmm. It isn't a big, like, how dare you try to violate my prep? Like, no. He's like, if you have a question for me, ask it. And then she learns, like, that's good. Because then they have a good conversation about it. And it is a tough conversation. But I think it's the kind of conversation, again, like, grownups have. Mm-hmm. that teenagers don't want to have.
1: No, because like, there is this weird like game playing thing, mm-hmm. like there's like that power dynamic which I mean, that's just some bullshit. I I mean, okay, I might be speaking a little bit from personal experience. Sure. But like there that like openness guys, like be yeah. open and like at the risk of getting hurt be open. Yes, because you're not really protecting yourself by being coy because then there's just you're going to fixate and wonder and like Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and all this energy is going to go towards like i don't know bullshit that may not may or may not (laughs) come to fruition
0: absolutely and i feel like a lot of that anxiety is comparing the thing that you actually have in front of you to like this idea of what you want Yes. Like cuz sure when you and especially when you're a kid and you watch fairy tales and you see all these things mm-hmm. like sure you want you're going to fall in love with a great guy who you're the first person he's ever been with oh, and geez. you guys are going to have like no baggage and it's going to be really sweet and you like <laughs> discover love together and nothing could ever break you up and it's going to be great. But that's fiction. Like yeah, that's fiction. That's, on so I, said, I feel like I said three at least three things that were just, like, never going to happen. Yeah. So, like, I think that's part of, of it, too, is, like, you're protecting yourself, or you think you're protecting yourself, but you're also, like, not letting yourself experience the real thing that's there.
1: Exactly. Well, because you're distracting yourself with, like, shiny objects, basically. Right.
0: Well, and you know what, Buffy? Wondering if he liked kissing Faith, which is a big part of her... Mm-hmm. Her deal, like maybe he did like kissing Faith, and so you're gonna have to figure out how to deal with that. Hiding from it doesn't yeah. doesn't make that problem fix it. It
1: doesn't fix that problem. Yeah, you have to know the problem. Well, and like okay, like this is maybe looking at her relationship with Angel in a like broader sense. Sure. Um, but so like, we open in enemies with like them walking out of this movie, yeah. and they're kind of feeling awkward because there's a lot of sex in the movie, yeah. and they can't have sex together. So she can't be everything for him, Mm -hmm. which I think is an important thing that she needs to learn and be okay with, which I think she does kind of feel a little bit more okay about. Yeah. It's like you can't be everything to someone. Right. Um, And so like she's like, okay, this like X thing, which in this case happens to be, uh, I guess, being able to have sex with him in this case. Or like
0: I think she's also worried about working him up. Yeah, which is like has you know those kind of like old school sexual uh, dynamics mm-hmm. in it too. Like, like that, it's temptress. a woman's job not to tempt a man too far because if she does, he's going to he, turn into he a can, monster. Yeah, he
1: can't control it. Yeah,
0: but I think it's also you're right. She needs to just trust him as an adult mm-hmm. that he can handle himself. And if he needed to leave that movie, then he would have left the movie. If he, mm-hmm. um, and it is there's almost something. And I'll say it something a little sexy about when he's like, no, I'm always worked up with you. Like, yeah, that's don't worry about introducing the idea of wanting to have sex. Like, that's mm-hmm. where I am because I'm with you because I'm sexually attracted to you. Yeah, no, that was I, I liked when he said yeah. that. I, and again, sh- in this rewatch, they have grossed me out most of the time. <laughs> they weren't grossing me out this time. Though. No. Or this time in the rewatch or this time in the episodes. This episode, yeah. They, in this episode, in they the did
1: general rewatch, They're crossing yeah, me out. They're
0: grossing me, out. but like, I feel like it's making a turn. And again, maybe it's because I know we're almost done, <laughs> or at least I think. And I'll, this is not super spoilery, but like, hey guys, there's a spinoff, so Angel has his own show. Yeah, and all of the Buffy stuff, and now I'm just double checking my brain. All of the Buffy stuff that happens post Angel having his own show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I do find romantic, and I like. Yes. So
1: I yes. so like we're also nearing the point where. There's no this schmoopy bullshit, yes I think it, <laughs> so. it, it's not that I hate angel and Buffy together, yeah, I hate the like teen dream schmoopy yes. shit when it's i I like them as adults much right. more,
0: well, and I like her she she develops much more like uh it's both sexual agency, but just like once she's an adult, the kind of choices and the way she acts
1: mm-hmm.
0: feel much more like something I want to root for,
1: yes, and she acknowledges her own. Uh, I don't want to say downfalls, but, like, weaknesses when she's, mm-hmm. like, I'm not ready, yep. blah, 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 blah. Whereas, like, I feel, like, early Buffy Angel, she's, like, I know I'm going to die without you and, like, blah, 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 blah. Which yeah. is very... When you kiss
0: me, I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah,
1: it, it's... Oh, yeah yeah Buffy. Yeah, she... whereas this,
0: where she's, like, they're, they're admitting how they feel about you, but also, like, saying, but we're not going to let it go that far. And not in a, like, because... We, uh, we could never hurt each other because we love each other so much. But, like, no, we, like, own. Mm-hmm. We're responsible for our behaviors. Yeah. Like,
1: I like it. I think I like the two too. of them have a functional relationship. I think it's working. I think she needed to kill him and he needed to go into a hell dimension. I and think that's true. they grew. And I, I think she needed to become an adult. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I
0: guess, maybe that always happens when you have a child bride. They eventually become an adult <laughs> yeah. and the relationship gets less
1: gross. <laughs> <laughs> All you need is a couple years. And now time for a quick break.
0: Have you ever been listening to NPR and thought to yourself, gosh, I love the human interest aspect, the dulcet voices of the hosts, the promise of totes, but I just hate how true it all is. That's where we come in. It's This American Lie, an hour of improvised NPR. We're a lot like that other show, but we make it all up in front of a live audience every second Saturday at the Nerdist School stage. Find show and ticket information at nerdistschool.com. Or catch the podcast on the Nerdist School Network. Search for us on iTunes.
1: Why did I ha- I wrote benign patriarchy?
0: Why did I write that? Um, I mean, was it related to the pull your hair back? Yep. Okay. Yep. Because Faith interrupts Buffy and Angel Mackin, mm-hmm. and she acts sassy about it, mm-hmm. and then she they find they find out they meet that demon, and then right. Right, which, a not strictly evil demons. Yes, which was a very, again, it's like adding to the nuance of the show, kind of making the show a little bit more sophisticated. That there are demons who are in it for the money, mm-hmm. who wander the same streets. Like, it's not like we went to a hell dimension to find this guy. Mm-mm. He's just walking around with a demon face on the streets yeah. of Sunnydale. We're at night. in a
1: little scuba jacket. <laughs> what a goofball! <laughs> this guy is a goofball. Uh, and I, I think it's interesting to see like, uh, Buffy and how Buffy and Faith interact with him and how faith is like we got to kill this guy and i know that she's he mentions book of ascension and so she's like we got to kill him but also it's interesting that she's so quick to label him as purely evil Mm -hmm. when she walks that line yes um and i think you know it's probably her projecting or something yes i think she's
0: (sighs) faith is a is a hard to read character especially Mm -hmm. in these episodes because she is playing both sides Mm -hmm. or at least playing against the scoobies yes for so much of the first part of this episode um and then she does like when the mayor she brings this information to the mayor he serves her some milk from his bar which milk should be chilled yeah uh so... gross <laughs> hot or gross okay what if
1: he bu- <laughs> gross gross
0: <laughs> um unless what if he put the milk like in one of those champagne buckets filled with ice <laughs> that would have been a great a great bit that would have been really funny yeah
1: She's well, guys. Lost opportunity.
0: Um, maybe uh, I'll do a drawing of it. <laughs> um, but he does. He tells her to pull her hair back, which is such benign patriarchy. Yeah. To quote a, a really apt note
1: for my co host. <laughs> um, also, I wrote Giles has been eating interesting things. He's eating a banana. He's
0: eating a banana.
1: I'm just like, I was wondering, like, are they just low on time and he needs to be, <laughs> like, he's like, I got to eat. And they're like, well, we got to shoot. And he, they're like, well, just eat a banana.
0: I don't know. I think it's possible that he's like, He's got ideas of, like, things, bits to do. And yeah. I also so you think... think that's an actress choice. I think um, A.S.H., as I call yes. him, um, has little... I think that he's made some strong choices mm-hmm. since being fired. Since uh, Giles has been fired.
1: Mm, yes. There's the
0: fleece he wears. Like, he is a different person now that he doesn't work for the Watchers Council. He's yeah. much more chill. Like, I don't think when he was on Watcher Business... He ever would have eaten a banana at a meeting.
1: No. But now he's just like lollipop.
0: Yeah. He's sort of like um, you know like when a company gets bought and you're still like a consultant mm-hmm. but you're like you're you got a six month contract and they're going to get rid of you and you know it's mm-hmm. and there's no re- you're not gunning for any promotions. I feel like he's in that headspace. Yeah. He's like I'm here. I'm going to do the work. but yeah. Like yeah. I don't have to have any professionalism. Yeah. He could wear board shorts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ultimate unprofessionalism to me yeah no (laughs) boy shorts is like like it's not appropriate for most places yeah wait in the world yeah
0: in the yeah let alone work yeah when I was a kid, I thought in California everyone. Would be, I mean, again, when I was a kid, it was also the '90s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe everyone was no everyone
1: was wearing board shorts. Okay. <laughs> all the time. everywhere. Like, okay, they were the kind that were like the really cool ones. Yeah, were um either they were billabong usually, mm-hmm, of course, or the bomb. curly, mm-hmm. um, and not they, rip curl. Rip. I don't remember people not wearing cool. rip curl. Rip curl wasn't as cool. Okay. Um, they were like, like a capri length. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like dark, dark blue like Mm -hmm. dark 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 navy blue yeah but then they would have like a stripey type situation that was like wavy on the side like it it was like undulating okay like the ocean yes of lighter blue Mm -hmm. with either like flowers or like waves or just some kind of white decal Mm -hmm. on it uh pair that with either uh oh this might be a little bit later rainbow sandals were a little bit later yeah
0: i own a pair i love them yeah
1: i like rainbows they are so comfortable they're very comfortable and they last forever yep uh or just like those basic vans like they're classic
0: now are you are they wearing a plain white t-shirt with a ball bearing necklace
1: yep (laughs) yep and there's like a little dog tag attached (laughs) oh yeah and they have like kind of like sun in hair. all right This, this is the california dream yeah oh and like oakley's okay but since then, not appropriate in most Inappropriate. Places. Oh, do you, can you imagine? Can you imagine if you went on a date and your date was wearing board shorts? Here's the
0: thing, though. Is he wearing flip-flops, too? Because I have an urban flip-flops problem.
1: I, I feel like yeah. the city
0: streets are too dirty for flip They're too dirty shit. for flip-flops. So, like, if you, if you live in Santa Monica, which is by the coast, mm-hmm. I don't know if the world does. that. I think people probably know that. <laughs> if you are in a beach town, if there's a beach yeah. in your town... Wear wear flip flops, but if you are in a city like where if you touch the ground, there's a layer of grime. Mm-hmm. If you're okay, if you come home from a day of gallivanting mm-hmm. or a hot date with Ryan, okay, and your feet are dirty ew. on top or on the side, ew, ew, no, you wore the wrong shoes. Yeah, you wore the wrong, shoes. and Ryan's probably never gonna call you again. No, <laughs> doesn't matter how hot the date was. No, <laughs> um, I so yeah, board shorts are not a deal breaker as much as flip
1: flops, but board shorts. And it's the day or it's night? <laughs> let's say Is this brunch? Let's say, no, let's say it's like 5.30 p.m. <laughs> so it's still light out. It's still light out, but it's like a happy hour time. So, okay, you, you, you're you sitting and waiting. Yeah. He rolls up, walks in. There's like light. He's backlit. You can't, backlit. can't yeah. really see like, what he's like. Oh, he's handsome. Huh. Uh, okay. And yeah, right. he has like a nice build. Sure. He's wearing shorts. Okay, interesting. What yeah. kind of shorts?
0: Uh-oh. And they like, do they make a swish
1: sound? Yeah. No, they're like, like when he walks. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing four shorts.
0: I think I would try to ascertain if he was
1: coming from some <laughs> kind of... <laughs> like, were you just at Wild Rivers? <laughs> oh my god, Andy's wearing a rash guard. <laughs> I, that's, that's a bold
0: move. I don't know, I might be charmed. Uh, I'm just picturing, because in my mind, we're, we're drinking whiskey.
1: He's yeah. Like drinking was Rush like rash card on. And he's wearing a G Force watch. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. He's so costumed. It's too it's too much. You're like, oh, were you just on set? Like, what's going on?
0: Are you doing a show that's like be- behind the scenes yeah. of Dino 2 and L Unauthorized?
1: Oh my god. Uh, um, um Yeah. But-
0: so <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
1: Um, but oh, and then we have a. Speaking of dating, Cordy asks Wesley out. yes
0: she does. She's pretty
1: bold about it. Yes,
0: considering he's a grown man and she's a teenager.
1: She knows. She knows her power. Sure, but it is bold, and it is a. It's a flip from I think the Cordy we knew in season one, who Mm -hmm. would never have asked a man out.
0: No, but she would have tried to manipulate him into doing it. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Well, and we find out in earshot that she says what she's
1: thinking. There, I loved that.
0: <laughs> there's no, like when she asks him out that she's thinking, I'm going to ask him out. Mm-hmm. Oh, there. I asked him out. I asked him out. Like she's, she's, there's no pretense. And I think I appreciate that. It's, it's so much easier to swallow because she looks 30 or 28. Like it, she looks, she's yes. gorgeous. She's a gorgeous adult woman. So it doesn't gross me out. Yeah. But if you had Willow doing the same no. thing, oh, which God. apparently was happening behind the scenes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, no. <laughs> i'm a teacher (laughs) or i'm a watcher i'm I'm a watcher and she's like no we're like real people and he's like no he's like i'm a watcher (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's okay they're married and they have really cute babies and they do like cute halloween costumes yes they do uh it all worked out for them yeah so good for them but yeah if willow was hitting on him it would upset it would be much harder to like find it cute and funny right because like can you imagine if you had like an 18 year old niece or cousin and she's telling you about the cu- the cute new teacher that she's hitting on that she yeah, made no, a deal with. Would, yeah,
1: I would be like, what the F?
0: Yeah. No, you can't have dinner with him <sighs> at 8 p.m.
1: Yeah. Ooh, at a restaurant.
0: At a nice restaurant. <sighs> um, But since it's fiction and she looks so old. Shipping it.
1: Yeah. No, I'm into it. I I like it. Uh, and he's so
0: flummoxed. That's s- part of it, yes, too. Yes, where
1: he's like, oh, uh, oh, oh. Uh, it works out. Because he is so immature in how he deals yeah, with
0: it. I bet he's never dated a girl as cute as her.
1: Of course not. Like, of course not. Most people have not dated a girl as cute as Cordelia.
0: Yeah, that's that's true facts.
1: Yeah. Xander is in an elite club. Ugh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I also like how he's sort of jealous, but kind of not at... I feel like he's being season three Xander, not season one Xander.
1: Oh, yeah. He's no, being th- pretty the rage cool about gone. it.
0: Yeah. Like he... I mean, yeah, he doesn't love seeing his ex-girlfriend fawning over a new guy but he's not um it's not like because he owns her or because yeah right he's, he's just not like, pouting uh, about it he's yeah. just kind of like and he he does like he goes off and goes to willie and finds information like zeppo i'm sorry <laughs> <Xander>. <laughs> i wrote that i wrote because Xander does kind of get the zeppo treatment later yeah. in the episode where people ignore him but like he he is he's showing so much growth at this point in the series mm-hmm. like he's going off and doing tasks on his own and he's not fucking them up Mm. he does have to pay willie 28 dollars, but like he gets his task done he gets the information i think everybody's kind of coming into their own and it feels it feels good to be watching a show where you're not like oh these crazy kids are making mistakes
1: right yeah cool i did like when that council reimbursement requires receipt yeah like i mean i know that's not true but like just the fact that Giles is being so, like, he's so checked out yep. of the Watcher's Council. He's kind of, he's just tired. Yeah. And, like, just is like, oh, I'll fuck with Xander. Yeah. He really <laughs> likes fucking with Xander. Yeah, I mean, great. Uh, so, okay. the, the mayor is calling upon dark forces to get rid of Angel's soul because... Well, first, Faith fails. Yeah. Faith tries
0: to seduce him. And it is interesting because the show hasn't really explored what one moment of true happiness means, Right. At they just point.
1: know what it could be.
0: Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I think we have the perspective of it. It isn't about an orgasm. Right. It's about actual happiness.
1: Now, do we know that because we've seen the show and the spinoff?
0: I think so. It it's also feels... I think so because it is, I think it would be easy to, to think yeah, that if like, you, oh. if you yeah, sure. Yeah. He slept with someone in direct release. I'm that- sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I'll> release <laughs> and then happiness
0: and then happiness.
1: Um, He,
0: yeah, but, and, and I think as this show goes on, we will have this conversation again. Mm-hmm. Um, our show, and I guess Buffy and Angel too, but as, uh, they as to all exist. these shows exist. Yeah. Uh, but there is a question of whether Angel will ever be happy again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um,
0: uh, but yeah, Faith fails. And some of, but I do think, and it's hard because she is playing, Eliza Dushku is playing Faith as pretending to play Angel. Yeah. But I think this is some of the better acting or performance. And least because we've we've talked a lot about like faith uh eliza dishku as faith you can see the acting happen mm-hmm. and i felt like in this scene the scene with angel before it's revealed whatever mm-hmm. that she's trying to seduce him it felt like the most naturalistic faith that we've seen so far
1: yeah because now okay i i think the other times i've watched the show i wasn't Fully understanding what exactly Faith was trying to do, yeah, and so like at first you're kind of like oh, she's acting like kind of weird, yeah. But when you realize that like she is acting like Faith, who is a bad liar, yep, who is who has a very clear idea of what she wants, mm-hmm. uh, trying to like manipulate Angel, right? Like that, like you can see that, and mm-hmm. that I think she does a really good job here. Um, so.
0: I think there's also some truth to what she's saying to Angela. Right. For Faith. I think, I guess what I'm saying is that Eliza Dushku, the actress, is giving us the nuance of Faith is a bad liar. Faith is trying to manipulate the situation. Faith is saying things that she doesn't realize until she says them are true. Yes. And I feel like you can see, and maybe that is seeing someone acting, but like you can see Faith, the character, dealing with the fact that these lies she's telling have truth to her. Yes. Yes. Like it's, I feel like it's a, it's a, a very nuanced performance. Yeah.
1: I thought I, I, I thought much was... more
0: than like, yo, B, I exactly. get fucking
1: horny after I play. Like, yeah, cares? I agree. I agree. Um, um, I thought this was a good, this was a good performance on her part. Uh, but yeah. So then we see that Buffy like yeah. sees them kind of close and she's like, oh my God, uh, I have to go. And all she has to do is be like, angel, what's up? And he would tell yeah, me and be like, Hey, hi guys. <laughs> or wait till faith leaves and be yeah. like,
0: angel that like that was kind of weird yeah and i can trust you to be honest with me what's going on yeah because of any person in the world like angel's not gonna cheat on you no i mean he's not gonna cheat on buffy right he might cheat on you kelly i'm sorry he might cheat on me you're no buffy (sighs) only because you're not the player if you could if you could kill more people buffy uh angel would be so in love with you and you'd be like get away from me you're not my type (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'd be like look buddy too much (laughs) seriousness here (laughs) i may be the only light in your life but i got things to do i have like people in leather pants
1: yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) and you don't wear nearly enough dusters for me
0: no he wears more on angel he does he starts dusting it up but he doesn't
1: wear a leather duster he wears like a like a london fog jacket
0: (laughs) 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 Now picture you made a london fog jacket and board shorts
1: (laughs) the with, ultimate with like a, a like a leather seashell anklet <laughs> yeah uh, Oh. Um, um okay so yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you in a skirt that's yeah. because we I mostly do improv yeah we together. do improv together
0: I su- I st- always think on Sunday morning I'm gonna wear a skirt and then I don't mm-hmm. but yeah um oh cause we record on Sunday sorry but- yeah okay <laughs> we record okay. on Sunday mornings <laughs> yeah. peek behind the curtain
1: uh <laughs> we don't do Ryan improv- has never yeah. been wearing a skirt to, no, to record I don't think so maybe wore a dress once
0: Yes, um, I like dresses and skirts. I loved them a lot. And then when I started doing improv, I you, n- you never really want to do that.
1: No, it's really not fun. It's to not worry fun about your yeah. I once crutch. like
0: accidentally went to an improv show in a skirt
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I had been out all day and whatever. I thought I was going to go home. I didn't. And it was it's just it adds a whole level of stress you don't need yeah because you're like because because naturally like you get on your knees you do these things mm-hmm. i and so when i sit like a boy which i've probably told you this and i don't know if this is going to read on a podcast but um if i if i'm in a scene and someone paints me as a boy like lets me know i'm a boy in the scene my immediate thing is i put my arm on the back of the chair like if i'm sitting and i yeah. open up my legs yep like That's, just me too, it just usually. happens immediately yeah. so like if i'm in a skirt that Uh-oh. is
1: inappropriate yeah no it's like <laughs>
0: hello world. hello i mean i write them something on the gusset of my panties that says hey there so everyone's comfortable and no one feels awkward <laughs> oh <and>
1: everyone <laughs> so it looks like I it on purpose i don't think i've ever said gusset of my panties before. <laughs> no i don't think i've ever heard you say that i felt like i aged 10 years when you said that i mean that's what it's called yeah the gusset i just call it that crotch part it's the gusset Ugh. you know what i was talking about with my friend the other day this is probably so gross tmi All so right. so gross TMI. i'm intrigued though uh your thoughts on sleeping in a thong um well
0: i'd have to take a step back and talk about thongs in general okay which when one is on i'm counting the seconds till it can be yeah. not on yeah
1: i don't want it on. i don't like i on. don't like it
0: on like i will do it for Several d- different reasons. Mm-hmm. I have my reasons if I'm doing it, but I'm I'm ready for it to be gone no. as soon as it's yeah. on. Yeah, so it, I w- no. Yeah, I no. can't. Th- I think because here's the thing: it doesn't offer coverage, so it's not like no. I'm doing it for modesty. I think maybe it's possible, except for like being like coming home like drunk. You know, especially like you fall asleep. About. Yeah, maybe that I've slept in a thong, but otherwise, I don't think I ever have because it doesn't take. It's not that hard to get it off. No and it's not presu- you're not preserving any modesty no no you're
1: not it's so don't awful. do it don't do it also <laughs> it's, like it's yeasty too yeah, right no, yeah like, you're like hey yeasties yeah, come come could ha- be an infection in me yeah no you, and also like this is gonna be so it's okay. gross it was I can cut days. it if it's yeah. gross uh, the morning after when you uh-huh. take that thing off <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> no I mean if it touches the side of your leg <laughs> no burn no. that thing <laughs> so gross i'm a fa- nightmare
0: yeah i also but i'm also not necessarily like a tight panty sleeper
1: no i i like a i do a board short i'm not oh not bo- boy short <laughs> i'm wearing my board shorts and my
0: shell necklace there's, i'm sure there's probably that some <laughs> somebody just got i don't know if they're listening to this podcast but some person in the world that would make their life that some like, like some in, the some chick sleeps in board shorts. Yeah, super like, yeah she super board
1: shorts. <laughs> oh god, that's just some horrible like chafing action. Yeah, you no, don't want don't sleep- that. No, I
0: uh, I have some sleep sets mm-hmm. like they're like shorts and a little.
1: Mm-hmm. top. That's cute.
0: Um, or yeah, I like a board short. A boy, boy-, oh, fuck.
1: boy, boy, short. short. Um, yeah,
0: or like some. I have some nighties.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah. I don't have any 90s. Th- I this actually, I slept in this. <laughs> that you I'm wearing great. right now, I look fantastic. I was not wearing my Birkenstocks to bed, but I yeah.
0: She is a it's like a monochrome monochrome gray Heather gray sweat sweat it's
1: shirt, kind of greenish, comb. a little okay. Greenish.
0: And then what's the delight for me in your outfit? Mm-hmm. Um, is that the hoodie area has a drawstring that is tie-dyed. Yes, it's like dip-dyed. A, a
1: dip dye So it uh, goes from purple to blue to green, mm-hmm. and not in
0: an aggressive way, like in a very nice
1: way. It's pleasing to the eye. Yeah. I bought this sweatshirt when I was studying for the bar, and I was on USC's campus, and it was freezing. Yeah. And it's one of those things, it was during the summer, so it was really uh, hot outside, but super cold inside. Yeah. And so I just went to the like USC store, <laughs> bought the only thing that did not have USC on it, I and it was this sweatshirt
0: um now that you say that i can absolutely like i can see you can see a A whole sorority
1: girl crew all wearing that which is weird because you wouldn't normally see my clothes and be like sorority girl not even so this is an interesting crossover yeah i didn't
0: make that like connection until you Mm. told me that also and i don't know since we're talking about sleeping when i was a teenager and i still don't really do it partially because of this my mom i i had a thing where a lot of my clothes had hoods like i wore hoodies a lot and like hoods were a thing so Mm -hmm. like all like even my henley's had hoods like, mm-hmm. everything in it
1: oh hoods were very popular. my mom
0: was like you're gonna choke to death if you sleep in a hood so like if she came in to like check on me or like see oh, me at night and i was in like night clothes she'd be like you're not gonna wear that to bed right because you'll choke
1: i don't know if that's a real thing
0: i don't but, know either but, but, but I, now i'm worried about you i mean you survived the night i so did I'm glad i also
1: don't like sleeping with a hood because um sometimes it like it's under your head yeah. or like under it is not have you i've slept with it up before i have too yeah. And then that's fine. I and mean, that's almost as hot a look as board charts. <laughs> yeah. Hood up. sleepy sleepy Kelly hood up. Up there. Oh damn. Um one of our listeners is really happy. He's super happy. Uh um uh, as long
0: as you're there, I mostly want you to wriggle.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh Angel is I mean, David Boreanaz is so good at yep. being so smarmy. I loved his performance. Yes with this well
0: and the extra layer of this too is that angels doing it, which makes me like angel even more.
1: yeah no it makes me like him because I'm like you can be more interesting yeah
0: um no uh because what happens is faith and the mayor the mayor finds a magic man yep this is one of those endings too that's such a cop-out but it's oh, okay it yeah um angel finds a man or mayor finds a magic man to turn angel evil faith makes him drink some or no splashes him what does she do she puts blood on him
1: yeah but when she says she says something weird when she oh she
0: does a spell she marks him for death or marks him for soul sucking Mm -hmm. or soul yeah
1: soul sucking and she has a little cup of blood
0: she has a little cup of blood she splashes on him um and then they both go full-on villain and it's fun to watch it is fun it's very bonnie and clyde i liked it a lot yeah i can't imagine i mean i can imagine but i i I bet it was really cool when you were watching live the first time you saw the promos for this episode because i bet there were clips that you'd be like what how could this be happening? Like, you're like super excited. Yes. Cause yeah. Cause Angel full on max with faith. He's evil again. He punches Xander in the head. He punches Xander in the head. He, uh, locks Buffy up and torment and taunts her. Mm -hmm. Um, though, if you know the reveal that he, he's pretty, he's not that hard on her.
1: No. And also like they're
0: really jealous was much like would cut much deeper Mm -hmm. with the things he said.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, with the Xander punch, yeah, I think that we see how Faith isn't very smart
0: mm-hmm. because
1: I think a more perceptive Slayer would have been like, why didn't he just like break his neck? Yeah. Why didn't he just kill him? Mm-hmm. But instead he just punches him in the head. Yeah. And then also the torturing scene, like they get out the uh, implements, implements and they yeah. just kind of like look at them.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know that Faith really has the stomach for torture.
1: I don't think she does. And we actually see her kind of like lose control of the situation when Mm -hmm. she tries to kill that demon Yeah, or she does kill him Mm -hmm. but she stabs him and is like great done but he's not dead Dead, Yeah, and she has to keep killing him and she's kind of like oh fuck this is it's hard when they struggle
0: and I don't think she's I think she's again just trying to be a thing she's trying to like create this identity as, like, the tough bodyguard. But mm-hmm. I don't know that that's really her either. I mean, because as the episode goes on, she starts complaining about her mom being mean to her. Yeah. Like, she's, she's not dealt with her childhood issues. No. Like, she's, she's just
1: moving on. Yeah.
0: She's just adopting another identity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's tough. Also, I think, and I think part of it is because Angel knows he's a, a cradle robber, and so he is ashamed of himself. But Angel is never as friendly to Joyce as Angelus is. Angelus comes in and is like, hey, Joyce, nice haircut. And like, I'm like, Angel would never do this. Angel understands that he's gross for hooking up yeah. with her
1: daughter and never is nice to her. Yeah. I was like, this should have been a red flag that, for Joyce. Yes. <laughs> Joyce should have been like, oh, my God, he commented on my hair. Yeah.
0: He's being really friendly and treating me like, like he's not embarrassed to be around me. Yeah.
1: He's not himself. He has no shame.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Whereas Angel has a healthy level of shame, I think, with Joyce.
1: Yes. Um... Which he should, because
0: from her perspective, stay away from my daughter,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Ew. 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 Uh, Um, Also, um, I wrote, Faith is spiraling. She's going crazy. She's manically seeking male attention. Yeah. She is. 100%. God. And it's so relatable and sad and like. I, I don't know. That was
0: it is relatable and sad. And what's even sadder because of the world that we're in, the stakes are so much higher. Yes. Because like all of us have had everyone as a teenager had times where they were making bad decisions mm-hmm. and acting impulsively and compulsively and doing things that that at once they were like uh healed better mm-hmm. would not do. But for th- for her, the stakes are really high yeah because at the end of it she's going to have murdered people yeah she may be dead she mm-hmm. may who knows what's going to happen to her but the stakes are really high so like she's doing yeah she's man, she's manic and she's going after male attention and she's trying to get something to make her feel like she's not worthless yeah but the kind of her stakes are so high yeah yeah like it's um uh i'm sad
1: for her that she became a slayer yes me too but and she does such a good job of like when she's beaming when mm-hmm. the mayor is like complimenting her. Yeah. Like she just looks uh I mean cuz has anybody ever
0: complimented her like that?
1: No. No, definitely not. It's
0: really it's
1: tough. Um, um
0: and then we also and then she also is dealing with Buffy and Buffy is in some ways little miss perfect.
1: This is a classic uh Fuck, Uh, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding situation. situation. It
0: is, and it you can't really side with Tanya Harding. No. Did you watch that thirty for thirty about Tanya Harding? Yeah. Yes. So good. So good. So God, you feel bad for everybody. Yes.
1: Very bad. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a horrible situation. Horrifying. Yeah. Very good. Check it out.
0: Yeah, I highly recommend. Um, (laughs) but yeah, it is. It is. But you can't blame Buffy slash Nancy no, Kerrigan. It's no. not her fault that she's a good person who had loving relationships and yeah is handling things well. I know, like it's not. And,
1: her, yeah, it's not her fault. Like it's not she, her fault. but like why? Why me? Why? Why me? That's, that's yeah. Exactly yeah. what? Yeah. Why? Why? And then I mean, but at the same time, you're like, man, it really sucks to be Faith. Yep. Where she says like, this is supposed to be my town. Which is like, she knows that's not true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it's hard to be Faith, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: um, And it, it hurts, I think, more because Buffy, and Buffy does know the secret of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, But Buffy has so much composure and confidence while being tied up. Mm-hmm. She doesn't let Faith, she doesn't give Faith an inch. She doesn't lie.
1: Buffy no. doesn't
0: pretend like Faith has the upper hand at any moment.
1: Yeah. When she says, like, oh, you got Angel through what? Magic? Like, you had to tie me up to beat me? Ooh. Like, all Ooh. of that was like, oh, Dagger Yeah, heart. I
0: wrote, she is a boss. She is such a boss. Um, And then our big reveal moment is also really well executed. This, I mean, this these two episodes, and we haven't even started on the second one, which is a really heavy one that we need to talk yeah. about. Um, But the reveal of Faith saying, I'm the best liar mm-hmm. in town. is that what I'm the said? best actor in town. I'm the best actor in
1: town. And then- oh his delivery of second best so So good
0: and everything turns Mm -hmm. and yeah it's such a great uh moment like it was just really well executed really good um and of course faith is caught flat-footed again yeah because she's never gonna be buffy
1: nope nope
0: and and then this part is probably my least favorite part of the episode if i'm gonna pick something Mm -hmm. it's that giles just happened to know this magic soul-stealing guy and i introduced him to his wife all right giles
1: That's just a little too cute for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That part is a little cheesy. But it means that we had... It it takes everything from the episode and does it through the lens of like the team was working together. Everybody was... They were all telling each other what was happening. It wasn't secrets and lies. It wasn't... It wasn't Angel trying to figure it out on his own. It wasn't Giles and Angel protecting Buffy. It was like they worked as a team. Mm -hmm. Which I really appreciated. Yeah. I mean, of course, they didn't let Xander in.
1: No. Well, you don't want to. He'll mess it up. (laughs) Um... Also, I was laughing at, uh, so they have all the torturing implements, Mm -hmm. and Faith picks up, like, barbecue tongs. I was like, what is she going to do with that? You can't do anything with that that you can't do with your hands. And I don't think Faith has, uh, I don't think she
0: probably has, like, a talent for torture. No. No. She likes, like, punching stuff.
1: Yeah. Not, like, she's not thoughtful enough, or she's not, like, a... She's not meticulous enough. Mm-hmm. And she's not, like, enough of a sadist. No. Like, her narcissism sometimes borders on sadism, right. but it's not, it's not the same. No, it isn't at all. Because I, I don't think she,
0: like, she does like punching things. Yes. But, like, with that demon, if she could have killed him with one stab, she would have been happy to do it. Yeah. Whereas Angelus would have purposely stabbed in the wrong place so that mm-hmm. he could stab him more times and see him have, suffer more. Mm-hmm. Like, Faith isn't evil like Angelus. Yeah, she's just selfish.
1: Yeah, and
0: bitter mm-hmm. that Buffy got things she wanted.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I also was just liking that, like having Cordelia be interested in Wesley mm-hmm. is a great way to get her back with the Scooby. Yes, and I was happy to see her again. Mm-hmm. I think she adds like uh, a certain levity and um, charm yes. to the group that we don't really see Mm -hmm. as much and she's really grown into herself more i think right it took a lot to happen to her yeah but i i I like her and i'm glad that she's back
0: well in a lot of ways she's kind of it's out also adding another like alpha to the group yes whereas
1: xander and willow
0: and oz even are just so um willing there's just such support players
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: they don't really have their own storyline no Uh, Um, And then, of course, we end on sappy, dopey Buffy and Angel. Am I still your girl? Wait, no.
1: Are you still my girl? (sighs) I don't like the term of my girl.
0: I don't. In the context of this episode, it works for me. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about this episode of this television show. Yes. um, Because I do think, like, he hasn't been treating her uh, like part of a harem or like his daughter <laughs> but in general my girl eh, it's a little cheesy yeah i do say that sometimes to other people though like if i don't know your girlfriend's name oh i might be like is your girl coming oh that's not that that is that mean maybe it's maybe it is like internalized misogyny or something
1: it's just a way for me because like no but sometimes i'll be like is your boy coming yeah and then a lot of times too i'll be like oh my girl so-and-so or like, yeah oh, my boy that. so-and-so but that's different that's like a very like peer-ish thing
0: yeah so i guess in general (laughs) this that ending scene could have happened at the end of another episode and i'd be like uh, uh," dying in this episode it didn't bother me yeah and it was also a sweet affirmation of their relationship that just because they're in a fight doesn't mean their relationship is over or their feelings are done or whatever
1: right i mean i i think i was i was like slightly irked by it
0: also well always is also a yeah. that is when we talk about teen dream or that romanticized thing always is a yeah is a flawed concept i mean yeah. uh, come on guys and also that's that, some twilight shit always yeah i mean twilight didn't exist but it's just like that's that's uh always oh god it makes me think of snape yeah and also oh it's
1: a fantasy yeah it's a fantasy thing because because it's not always <laughs> no love isn't always you guys oh boy oh boy boy.
0: (laughs) um ah! yeah but i do think but i do think it's true that in this moment and honestly on the show she is his girl always she is the place that he takes in her heart is never going to change
1: no her heart may change
0: her heart may change he might not be the top thing but but he is an important part of her life forever yes
1: yes uh, and then also we learned that all creepy guys like mini golf because <laughs> uh, the mayor, Ted, Ted and, and the, mayor, the mayor, I think Ted and the mayor would have got along great.
0: Oh, yeah. If we find out that Ted was built by the mayor and sent to do that. I oh, my God. It. I would believe it.
1: That's a good headcanon.
0: Okay. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> you blinked. <laughs> yeah, we did a blinking. uh. uh. We're kind of like Genie, from my demo
1: Genie. Oh, like Oh, wait, no, that's Bewitched. I just yeah, like,
0: <laughs> she like did a nose wiggle thing. Yeah, I can't do it. I can flare my nostrils, but only like for five seconds, and then they just like get hyper flared and then <laughs> unflare. But I can wiggle my ears. That's very cool. I'm
1: Are doing you, it now, but you can't. Right, I have never <laughs> um, um,
0: Okay, so now that we've done the fun episode of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Earshot has some fun moments. But it, I think it's time and place lends it a heaviness. Yes. So, like, let's get this out of the way. So, Earshot is an episode where Buffy hears thoughts, but what she overhears is someone planning to shoot up their school.
1: Or at least kill everyone. Kill
0: everyone. Sorry, you're right. Kill everyone. Yeah. And the episode, uh, the climax of the episode is Buffy in a clock tower with a, with Jonathan with a gun. Yes. And the episode was set to air two weeks after the Columbine shootings. Mm -hmm. Um, It eventually, it was held. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't have a lot of arc significance. So I understand. It's a monster of the week. Yeah, it works to push it, but it gets pushed um, several uh, months later to September Mm -hmm. when it finally aired.
1: And I think there was a lot of stuff that is so on the nose.
0: Yes, but again, the production of this episode happened
1: Months yeah. before Columbine. So it, it, it was it, smart for them to push it. Yes, I mean. they,
0: Yes, I agree. It was smart for them to push it. The episode, it's a weird thing because mm-hmm. the episode does feel like a reaction to it a does. school shooting. It when, does. And, I mean, though I guess it is because they reference school shootings in the episode. Yeah. Oz talks about
1: it. What was the most famous school shooting before, before Columbine? Columbine? Was Columbine one of the most horrific?
0: Until Sandy Hook, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, up until that point, we had not seen anything as... It's hard for me because I was in high school
0: then. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was... I mean, very it was like home. my September 11th before September 11th, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was this huge, shocking thing that happened that felt... um, Felt like it was changed change the world for me. Yeah. And what you expect from the world
1: yeah
0: um so i think there ha- i mean there definitely were shootings before that there have been shootings since then obviously mm-hmm. um but it was it was it was huge yeah um and really scary yeah so it's uh it's interesting because the episode itself kind of and i don't blame it but it kind of has a is a cop out? It's not a cop out, but it does take this turn mm-hmm. that if Columbine never happened, would I think be an effective dramatic turn? But it feels yeah. like almost like
1: uh, like fainting toward this yeah. really heavy
0: thing, and instead of dealing with that really heavy thing, turning it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess it still deals with like suicide and it like, does. thoughts of self harm, but
0: not. I mean, Jonathan admits that he was going to kill himself, and then Buffy leaves him. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't deal with ramifications of, the, like, we don't see Jonathan get help. We no. don't see Jonathan, I mean, um, he does survive to yeah. to be in the series further, so he does live, he does make that choice, but it's not dealing with suicide in a way that would be helpful to a suicidal person. No, it just mentions
1: it as, yeah. like, a buzzword,
0: I guess. Well, it's like, suicide, oh, wait, it's Lunch Lady. Yeah, which like, later. Yeah, in a vacuum, that is kind of a an interesting... Choice, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. In the light, in the context of Columbine, it it does. It feels weird. Mm-hmm. It feels like it, it. feels like a miss. Yeah. And that scene, and I know I'm. am like we're skipping forty minutes of the episode. But we can go back. Um, but that scene with Buffy and Jonathan in the clock tower is a really great scene. Yeah, well acted. It's also, we, throughout the episode, we're seeing the people of the school. Like, it really Mm -hmm. sets you up to think Larry and the jock who cares about what people think of him and Percy and snotty Debbie. What's her name? Not Debbie. Mm
1: -mm. Um, Donna?
0: Carol? Carol? Something. Girl who raised her hands all the time. Competitive school girl. That all of those people are about to die. Yeah. Like, it sets you up for that. Yeah. Because we see Larry for the first time in... A season? A season? Yeah. It's been a really long time. Oh, since uh probably since he was a White Hat in the Wishverse.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. So
0: quite a while. But this universe is iteration of him. We have yes, we haven't seen in a really long time. And so like it it really builds the Sunnydale community and you feel like we're going to something that's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: then it faints away.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I guess they could have been poisoned by the food.
0: I think I think that um I think for me, maybe. And again, the first time I saw it, I found it very moving or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's using a high powered assault rifle that Jonathan is to kill himself. Like, it's and so, it's so weird. weird. Like, he should be throwing himself out the clock tower. That's yeah. what he
1: that's should what be standing what on the edge People really do. Of <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should be standing on the little ledge, like, yeah. you know, pressed up against the side. And then Buffy has to, like, talk him down.
0: Yeah. But they wanted us to think he was about to shoot everybody from up there.
1: Right. Because they did have, like, commentary by the Scoobies about school shootings. Yes. I mean, it was a very special school
0: shooting episode. Yes. But it was written and shot and completed before this huge school shooting. Yeah. And a school shooting. And I, here's what I don't know. And, and it could just be that, because I, I, I really don't know. And maybe it was my age and stuff. But, like, I don't remember seeing video footage of a school shooting before Columbine. I don't think... So, like, those images, yeah. like, those images are very burn into my brain.
1: Yeah. Uh, but to kind of, like, figure out how we get to all of this, yeah. uh, Buffy is fighting these guys with, like, nasty web mouths. Mm-hmm. Uh, that They're, like, webbed shut. Um, and she gets some milk blood on her mm-hmm. hand. And it and,
0: absorbs into her skin. She's like so, a nice cleansing oil. Yeah.
1: But then she's itchy. Maybe she, she has yeah, a little her bit her of eczema or something Mm -hmm. on her i have eczema so i can make that joke
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is one of those things about eczema if you don't have it do not not make jokes jokes about it it. really it's it really itches. i don't know i don't have it
1: it really itches okay oh
0: i get hives which are not the same thing at all but Mm -hmm. that when people like say i broke out in hives Mm -hmm. and they're not being literal i'm like you don't it's really I, a. It's a re, not. It's not that painful. It's embarrassing, it's embarrassing. and uncomfortable. Yes. And uh, like it's.
1: Yeah, I have hives on my yeah. chest right now. Yeah, we,
0: from stress. It, yeah, stress does it to me. Or like even. Um, yeah, high anxiety. Yes, we'll do yes. it. And sometimes I'll be like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then my body starts breaking out and I'm like,
1: okay, I guess I got to be honest. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I'm
0: not as okay as I, I was telling myself. And it's so
1: annoying because it's so unsightly. Uh-huh. And, like, you're just like, I guess I have to cover yeah. this.
0: And I used to get them, like, I used to, before I knew you, and it, these are not two related things, but I, like, up until age 25, I never wore makeup ever. Oh, interesting. Um, I didn't know that. So, it's around that time that I was getting hives that I felt like I had to wear something yeah. because otherwise I'd have huge blotches on my face and have to talk about it all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I just like it because it's like a way to like express myself and be pretty and have fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm wearing very little right now. But uh, but yeah, yeah anyway. Natural. So like that was, yeah. The feeling of having to wear makeup to be presentable in the world is a, sh- it feels shitty. Yes, it makes you feel like a, you feel like a monster, ah. like a like a demon from Sunnydale. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. But yeah, so you can only joke about eczema if you have it. If mm-hmm. you say I broke out in hives and you didn't actually break out in hives, just be aware some people do break out in hives
1: and like understand that like you don't actually you didn't you didn't break out in hives. You, you, didn't. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> you didn't.
0: You might have felt scared. You're, yeah. Anxious. Maybe
1: you're nervous. You're worried. I mean, I don't know. I don't live a life. I don't live a hive free life. So I don't know what you were feeling. <laughs>
0: but Uh, But the hives thing is such a weird it's so weird to have your body tell you your feelings when you're feeling you're not willing to tell yourself yeah it's like like, like, oh i guess sometimes just be like on my arm and i'm just like oh it's a bug bite and i'm like oh it's not no it's not no for
1: me i was like my chest appears to be maybe breaking out and i was like oh my god no (laughs) nope there's a horrible situation happening right now Uh, like what do i do
0: how, how do you get rid of that shit uh, well, I mean, like cortisone, cortisone, bath, yeah, cool compresses, but it doesn't really get rid of it. It just makes mm, you feel better. It, yeah. It's still fucking there. I mean, here's the thing that I will say to our listeners who have hives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. You're still beautiful. You're still a good person. Yeah. Don't be self-conscious about it. But also, in hand in hand with hives and maybe whatever is triggering your hives, self-care is a good yes. thing. Do it. Yeah. It's not selfish. It's not it's not being a lazy luxurious person mm-hmm. take care of yourself even if it is going into your room and painting your nails take care of yourself yeah because you it you've got to do it
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you will feel better yeah. you'll feel better if you take a bath and you put some bubbles in it yeah even though it feels like you won't
1: yeah it'll seem like it it won't do anything but like afterwards you'll be like okay even yeah even the marginal that you feel yeah even like the smallest amount of better is worth Mm -hmm. it cook yourself some mac and cheese or whatever
0: like make yourself a little meal yeah you will feel better
1: or like go for a like just take a walk walk. oh my god go for a walk and pet every dog you see yeah and just like look at the trees and like look at how they look brighter when the sun is going through Mm -hmm. the leaves like it really it feels And now I think we're talking about a
0: thing that maybe we would say this to Jonathan Jonathan or Or the fucking newspaper guy because he's he's depressed in a different way, but he's also going through some stuff. He's lashing out at everybody. Yeah. And if everyone at Sunnydale, including bitchy competitive girl.
1: Yeah. If you if they were
0: doing practicing self-care and really like connecting to that part of themselves, Mm -hmm. they would all be so much better off. Mm -hmm. And it again, when you're depressed, when you're in a dark place, it. Feel or whatever you know, whatever your flavor of mental health problem is, <laughs> mm-hmm. you feel like there's uh, there's not a way out or there's no. But like these little things, I swear, it, like it can yeah. be go to CVS and buy some new nail polish and paint your nails. Yeah, yeah. I know it sounds dumb, but it can yeah. actually make you feel better.
1: Or like think about like when was the last time you took a hot shower? Yeah. Like if it's been like you mm-hmm. might not think like that you need to. Yeah. But like just try it hmm it's surprising go for a walk like we just said go for a walk
0: but like go for a walk until your body starts to sweat like yeah. until you've like and it doesn't want to work out but like yeah. i don't know just like live in your life mm-hmm. and, and i know this is like it gets better but it does it does like it's too easy to get into a, a dark spiral yeah i feel like now we're doing a very special es- el- es- a- episode it- of hell yeah but-
1: and it's coming at a very opportune time
0: yes <laughs> um <laughs> i'm uh I wrote a lot of quotes from this episode because there are some fun things. I do. Okay. So school paper guy. Can we talk about school paper guy? Sure. One. His headlines are hilarious. Oh, and he is. Did you ever see the movie Drive Me Crazy? No. Okay. Um, We should do a movie night and watch it. It's okay. Adrian Grenier and Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, very good. And oh, she,
1: I I remember seeing the cover okay. where she's kind of like leaning her head. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a cheesy movie. But like purple, red.
0: No. Drive Me Crazy. Yeah. Drive Me Crazy. Yeah. Okay. It's written by Rob Thomas who wrote... um who uh, created it Veronica Mars mm-hmm. uh, it's a fucking delight um, and in it this guy's in it as one of the popular kids that's not important <laughs> but it was fun to see him again uh, but the school paper he's going through some things and trying to work them out through the paper he complains that pep rallies are just an opportunity to whip boys into a frenzy yeah which is such a specific take Yep, that I feel like it's a cry for help
1: no yeah <laughs> like he he's
0: is, in a frenzy
1: he's in a frenzy he is not dealing with his budding sexuality well he has no friends he has no friends no he friends has, no no one else works on the paper he has no friends other than the printing press oh or printer i guess is what he probably he in the
0: seen. printer and yeah the pages of the sent the sunny day what's sunny the sunny sentinel sentinel like it's he's crying for help all the time in no. a way in the and he's doing the kind of cry for help that I've done and that I've seen done mm-hmm. where you cry for help by acting like you don't care about anyone. Yep. <laughs> which, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about anybody. You guys are all stupid. Yeah. You guys are so stupid that, that I don't even want to be invited to the things I'm not invited to. Yep. yep. Well. <laughs> um, one of his headlines though did make me laugh out loud and it was... I wonder if it's the one I wrote. Uh, Apathy on the yes! rise. <laughs> No, no one, one cares. cares. <laughs> yes, that was so good. That was, um, he's a good writer. He is a good writer. And I think he's going to go to college and have a good life. I yeah. think he turned out okay. But he is expressing his depression in a very antisocial, aggressive way.
1: Yeah. Everyone. The thing is, everyone's fucking depressed. Everyone's depressed. anxious and sad. Yep. Which Buffy says in the clock and She's right. Even like we have the like affable
0: jock guy. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he's constantly worried about everyone's opinion of him. And he's just trying to fulfill this ideal mm-hmm. he doesn't love i don't think he loves basketball frankly probably not i think he does it because he's tall and athletic and it's expected uh-huh mm-hmm. and people are happy he makes people happy by doing well at it yeah then we have percy percy i'm percy. so glad we saw Percy again love
1: seeing that purse boy that purse boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's probably doing he's doing probably the best he's doing okay yeah. percy boy q percy boy q <laughs> he's
1: he's doing his work yeah 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 i mean he's He's making plans with Willow to yeah. do more studying. I wrote Willow's friends with everyone. Yeah, she is. She's she the really glue is. of that school. Yeah, uh,
0: And then we have aggressive uh, answer question answerer yeah. in English class, who I sort of related to. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I was that competitive about it. I didn't begrudge other like, people you didn't answering questions. People. Um, But I would say that in the kind of person i am if i had a thought in class or in life and someone else kept saying my thought mm-hmm. before i could no, say I it, would
1: instantly be like they can read my mind <laughs> yeah or i would,
0: I would be, be like i guess my thoughts are not that interesting oh like
1: everyone thinks them if yeah messy, like it's not that interesting doesn't...
0: if i thought it was worth raising my hand to say this and someone else already thought it and said it i guess it wasn't worth raising my hand oh to my say gosh it, it must be too obvious i want everyone to say huh nice point or interesting, after everything I say. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Just reveal, like, my, uh, yeah. Interesting. My horribleness. Like, that's not a very nice thing. No, it's a, it's a desire to be special.
1: Yes. And to have insight in, on things. To mm-hmm. be Well, and also not others. to contribute to the banality of mm-hmm. conversation.
0: Because I also don't, I don't love, like, talking about the weather. Oh, boy. Talking about saying things that you read
1: somewhere else that you're talking to someone who also read it yeah like that is one like of my- it, like having a podcast where you talk about a show that someone else has already <laughs> we sane. are saying things no one said before <laughs> no one's ever said these things.
0: um but yeah if someone's like hey did you read this long form piece and i'm like yeah and then they tell me things that are in the piece it's like we don't need to i'm
1: like no i, I just told
0: you i read all of it yeah if you do you have
1: thoughts yeah <laughs> but no that's that true rather like- than like just blindly reciting something right. that you have read if yeah. we did this podcast and we just
0: quoted our favorite lines yeah i mean i would be bored by it you would be bored by it and i wouldn't expect anyone to listen to it no because they can just watch the show right i think that not to get a little meta (laughs) but i think the worth of this podcast is it's very personally the two of our takes on this thing
1: yeah yeah i would say so
0: like it's not we're not uh buffypedia
1: no i mean you can go on that you're welcome you want that yeah
0: Go on you probably it. should you should probably watch the episodes twice mm-hmm. take notes the second time mm-hmm. um go to buff buffypedia and then watch key
1: scenes again yeah and then listen to our podcast and then yeah that's my study guide <laughs> it's your homework um i did like actually we were just saying we don't just say lines that we liked but i liked <laughs> when uh buffy i thought it was really hilariously delivered yeah when she kept being like in fact and Giles isn't listening. And she's like, wait, infect? <laughs> I liked that a lot. <laughs> that was um, really cute. But yeah, so she got infected with an aspect of the demon. Yes. And, and she so, doesn't know what that's going to be. It could be a tail. It could be... What, is it a boy demon? That, that was, was cute. really cute. She was scared. Her and, um,
0: She gets so scared when she thinks about sex. Yeah. She's so scared she's of penises. So scared. But you well, know what? I mean, the last penis yeah. she saw turned evil. But she's, she gets that, it's a, such a
1: cute, Evil penis. cute, I
0: love that Sarah Michelle Geller does it, like it's such a cute Buffy move, but she gets that like wide-eyed, like, yeah, yeah, like Ooh. almost like a cupid ball, cupie doll, Koopy. Uh, there are these dolls that have like really big eyes and tiny little like, like Precious Moments mouth. doll, um, sort of, but they have big heads and they're like, they're babies, uh-huh. like they have like pointy, this is what a cupid doll looks like.
1: Oh, I know You've those seen dolls, I know those dolls. You did the pointy thing for its little faux hawk.
0: Yeah, it's got a faux hawk.
1: It was <laughs> dolls invented the faux hawk. It
0: should be called a Kewpie hawk. Kewpawk? Kewpawk.
1: Kewpawk um. Shakur. <laughs> <laughs>
0: also, okay. So Buffy finds out she can read minds. So she immediately goes to see if she can read her boyfriend's mind so she can know if he liked kissing her friend. Yep. And she does. And she stares at him really hard. And in that scene, she comes to him during the day and he's like it's the day she's like that's when i have school whatever yeah so in that scene
1: there is sun on his shoulders in several shots yeah also when she walks in she just leaves that fucking yeah. curtain open i was like he can't cross that apparently line he can apparently he can sit in the sun mm-hmm. on this show yeah what are they doing i don't know um i don't know
0: maybe they like, upped the exposure too much maybe i mean i know it's I, it's probably hard to shoot angel it is. Because he's a vampire, you have no lights. But like there's parts where there's literally sun. I mean, it's probably not literally sunlight. It's probably um what do you call it? Like a light bulb lights? What do you call this light? Light that isn't sunlight. Artificial light. Artificial light. It's probably artificial light because our uh, or his it's a TV show. It wasn't flickering. Oh, that's right. Um but anyway, he's got some shoulders. It's, it's a good look. That, but... It is
1: a good look. Sun Mm hmm. Uh I like a shoulder. Yeah. Uh, What, what's the difference between like lights that are, so there's, I'm forgetting, uh, so there are like, like light, light sources in like a shot that are there for decoration and for effect. And then there's like lights that are outside of the camera's Mm -hmm. view that are there for lighting, but all of them provide lighting, yeah but certain ones are for pure aesthetic look, either the lamp or, I don't know. I was reading a thing about that. No,
0: there are terms.
1: They're there. No way to find out. Uh at at us and tell us if yeah. you know. <laughs> uh I wrote cat shirt Christmas shirt.
0: I wrote cat shirt too. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. I I
1: remember that cat. I think that was a cat. That was a popular that cat. That cat was around.
0: It was uh, like Emily uh, the
1: Strange in that cat. Yeah. remember Emily? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh and then Xander's Christmas shirt, which is red, white, and green stripes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Vertical, Christmas. Lovely.
0: <laughs> um Yeah. I And again, this is furthering, and we've talked a lot about the Buffy relationship, but that scene with them furthers that thing of him just being like, no, if you need to ask me something, tell me. And she's like, okay, here's a question. And he's like, okay, here's an answer. Perfect. Done. Perfect. Um, but it is, it starts to drive Buffy insane. Yeah. To be hearing everyone's thoughts. Which it
1: would. I, he, of course. You're inundated with like, like, I'm overwhelmed by my own thoughts all the time. Yeah. I don't wish that upon anyone else. To deal with their own and mine mm-hmm. you know absolutely no thank you i do think it's fun
0: <laughs> when you. buffy when one of the guys in the hallway is like buffy's so
1: beautiful and she starts to preen oh, for a yeah. second and then he gets gross he does get gross he's like i want to gets a log uh, and like, oh no
0: oh my yeah
1: oh be careful those like hormones
0: are a crazy thing would you if you had the power to turn it on and off would you want mind reading powers
1: uh selfishly yes but also, sometimes I don't want to know what a person's thinking. Would you ever, if you had the powers,
0: because uh-huh. you just agreed to have them. Yeah, so I if did. If you have them. Okay, great. Would you always tell someone if you were doing it? Would you ever? Do you think you would? Because I would be really tempted to do it without telling.
1: Or, I would, yes. yeah. I would be tempted to do it without telling. Um, But there, it is such an invasion. Although, I think with that kind of power, I think that... It's hard to say that you would be <laughs> that you would be noble all the time, yeah. because, because we're human beings. Yeah, like you will think of yourself as better because you are, because mm-hmm. you can read minds. And I think we've kind of revealed what kind of Slayer I would be. Uh, I don't think I would be like Faith, but no, I don't think you would either. <sighs> there is like there are times when Buffy is feeling high and mighty because she is a
0: hundred times. Any time, if I had the mind reading powers. Anytime I thought someone was lying to me, I would use them Interesting. because I would be so in my head of like, I'm right.
1: Yeah. And if
0: you're not lying to me, then what do you have to hide? Exactly. If you're not lying to me, then cool. Then I was wrong not to trust you. But yeah. like, so I think that it would be really hard for me to, to always, because because on one hand, that is like self-righteous, mm-hmm. but it's not noble. It's not the right way to treat someone. The right way to treat someone is to respect their privacy. Yeah. Like should you respect the privacy of someone that you're with that you think is cheating on you? Right? Like, yeah, it, uh, you should respect their privacy. Cause that's a good thing. That's yeah. trust. But if you have reason to not
1: trust. Yeah, no, it's I, hard, you know what I mean? No, like, I it, know. I know. You get in these
0: sticky things and like, I think that you and I are both kind of buffies. I think yeah. we're both kind of self-righteous. Yeah. I like us and I think we're right most of the time. So yeah, it's cool. It's fine. But like, if you, yeah. If you think you're right, if you, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I there... feel like I would. I would use it not for evil, but people would. I would get in fights all the time with my, my, the closest people in my life because. Yeah, if someone was like running late. Yep, and they were lying. I would just be like, and they'd be like, "You're doing it again." I'm like, "I'm sorry, but I want the truth." Yeah, and no one owes you the truth about everything all the time. Yeah. But, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, but kind of. but kind of, sort of, right yeah like i i i feel like those are two things i believe i believe no one owes you the
1: truth all the time but also no one should lie to you also like <laughs> when you mentioned cheating like i think cheating is some bullshit um doing it or getting upset about it doing it yeah i agree um because it's like just don't be in that relationship yeah but i mean people yes, there's are, people... like so many extraordinary circumstances yeah so i mean from the
0: getting cheated on perspective oh yeah yeah dump me
1: yeah please yeah 100 percent.
0: or tell me that this is where your head is at mm-hmm. and maybe we figure something out or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah don't cheat on me and then tell me about it later no that's how i as the as that person mm-hmm. but also relationships are hard and complicated mm-hmm. and people do impulsive mistakes that maybe i mean i've listened to lemonade from the beginning all the way to the end
1: Okay, so
0: people can make mistakes and be forgiven and things can work out. <laughs> I'm getting the most skeptical look from Kelly. Kelly, I know, has also listened to... I wasn't saying, like, I've listened to Lemonade from the beginning to end because Kelly hadn't. I know she's also listened to the whole thing.
1: I've listened to the whole thing and I've seen the video until two minutes from the <laughs> she end. Doesn't, she hates formation. I can't... Well, I just... I was too depressed. I knew it got better. Like... <laughs> Yeah. emotional wise i just couldn't you didn't continue. want to go to that
0: place i i couldn't understand continue. um and I, i'm using that as an example but it does happen people fuck up and people fuck up like people have gambling addictions mm-hmm. and steal money mm-hmm. and then those relationships can weather like people can weather a lot of things mm-hmm. and i'd like to think that i'm a person who can who has the capacity to forgive other people for making mistakes
1: well yeah okay to to, to assume that like your partner is perfect is impossible because they're a person like right. of course like uh to say like you need to be exactly perfect and I'm just gonna do my thing is bullshit. But I mean I would hope that like any issues that you might have that would cause infidelity or cause any of that kind of stuff. You would think that you could come to me and then that we could work on it together. Uh
0: y- yes, of course.
1: But I- I'm that's not an ideal faci- world. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think that's the, the thing is like in a rela- in any in any relationship you have like the boundaries and the and the like the conditions of that relationship, mm. and I think if you're honest about what your conditions are, then that's all, anything's fair game. Mm-hmm. Like anything is fair game as long as you're honest about which what the conditions of the relationship are. But I think that for a lot of people, the default is a kind of loyalty that infidelity mm-hmm. that may not always be perfect. Right. I mean, I'm I, I'm not good at forgiving people.
1: We've talked about this. Yes. You so like forgiving
0: people, I'm not, I'm not good at it. I'm good at like m- moving on from people, <laughs> but I'm not good at so like. So I'm not saying this from a place of like, yeah, you should forgive everything everyone does.
1: Yeah, no. but
0: it is like it's a tough, it's a it's a it's a tough thing because mm-hmm. uh, there's all kinds of ways a person could betray another person, and there's all kinds of ways to react to that and to deal with that. Yeah, and what's what's worth um forgiving and is it worth it in the long run like what is the long run
1: Nobody I mean knows. the only
0: people that i unconditionally love are blood related to me at this point in my life yeah and is it is it just is it that is that what it is it's your parents and then your kids and then and then all romantic relationships are conditional i don't know i don't know it seems it when you're not in, when you look at people who've been married for 50 years mm-hmm. or like my grandmother, she used to say, and I don't think she said this while my grandpa was alive, but I think it was after and they were together about 50 years or maybe about 45, whatever. And she was like 13 of those years. And I'm, this is not, not her. Side. she would say this to people, but 13 of those years were miserable. Really? She would say that, but she's like, but it was worth it because the last 10 were the best, were some of the best of our relationship. And I loved him and he was my partner interesting but like she's like 13 of those years she's like that happens she's like i was miserable in 13 of the years of this marriage and when you think about that like certainly if you think about 13 straight years which i don't think they were but yeah. if you think, like if you think about that that sounds horrible mm-hmm. being miserable in this marriage and not le- and not ending it and she was catholic for so were reasons and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm glad they sit together as you know i'm glad they had those final years together mm-hmm. um because they were partners and they did you know take care of each other and love each other and all mm-hmm. that but like that. That's heavy, right? Like, is that what unconditional love for a partner is? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know.
0: Like I said, right now, my only unconditional love is my parents and my brother. Like, that's everyone else, there's strings. Yeah. I mean, or condition. I don't know if strings, strings sounds wrong, but like conditions. Yeah. Like you could, Kelly, you could do something that would make me never touch you again. And I would do the same thing to you. Yeah. I could. Yeah. I, I'm not, I, i won't (laughs) but
1: like you know i mean i I, i'm like i i feel like i'm like worse i'm like worse about it than you in what way uh about like but i mean this is more for like seeking happiness Mm -hmm. and fulfillment yeah um i uh so i have trouble like connecting Mm -hmm. to people in a very like pure and lasting way okay um and so i don't even if I'm having like really good time with people, mm-hmm. I know that that moment is fleeting and okay. I am afraid to like, depend on really anyone for s- for fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like the only person that I trust <laughs> sounds like so- the no. only person I trust is me. Well, and when I look at yeah. the future and I look at a happy future for me, it's just me. Like yeah. I don't, everything else is a variable. Like literally mm-hmm. everything else yeah. is a variable. I mean, there are certain things like comedy and like, Cre- sure. like creating shit like that probably will always be there mm-hmm. but
0: but you could be like in santa fe and not know any of the people you know now and be making art
1: yeah or something. Like yeah you could be
0: i just pick santa fe because that seems a very different place than here. yeah it's a but very like, different place yeah center. like i just feel like that's interesting i i think here's the thing and we talked about self-care earlier mm-hmm. and depression and what you're saying is also i believe what you're saying like as a true thing too because that is true the only person that can make you happy yeah. and can make and happy is i also subscribe to like the the dennis leary theory of like happy is like smoking a cigarette it's coming it's like yeah. happy is a moment yeah. happy is a thing and you can you can make a happy moment you can like make go you can mm-hmm. make choices that get you more of that but it's just a hit it's not contentment it's mm-hmm. not satisfaction it's not fulfillment and you're right satisfaction and fulfillment, those those things come from inside yeah yeah uh, Wow. heavy all you have is yourself
1: all you have is yourself. Uh Buffy's backpack was really cute when she fell down in the cafeteria. <laughs> Did you think it was a cute backpack? Yeah.
0: Everything was it was there was no like hor- I mean, even the sassy cat tea,
1: I was into it. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, but so she collapses and I thought, huh. Uh Cordy was so funny. Like when mm-hmm. they're all like around and everyone's thoughts are happening. Yeah. And then Cordy's just like. I told them not to move you. They probably severed your spinal cord.
0: Which was, that like, was so great.
1: funny. That was such a good line.
0: Yes. And it was also so Cordelia because that's Cordelia showing honest concern mm-hmm. for another person. It's it is not she's not really aware of how that is going to make Buffy feel in that moment. Yeah. But she's being she cares. Yeah. She's invested. Um, Yeah. It's OK. And I wrote a quote, but I can't remember who said it. I think it was Oz, maybe who said I'm a funny guy. And it was funny enough for me to write it down. <laughs> Sorry, this is a quiz. This is the quiz section of Hellmouth. I'm a
1: funny guy. I wrote. Uh, so
0: I I wrote. Angel has sun on his shoulders. No,
1: it was Angel. He said I'm so a funny said- guy. It was funny because he, <laughs> he. No, it was funny. He uh he uh like it says a joke. Fuck! What's the joke that he says to her? Remember, it's like her being needy and then him yeah. saying something, and then
0: she's like, "Is that a joke?" And he's like, "Well, I'm a funny guy." Yeah. Angel is becoming the angel of my heart.
1: Yeah. I think he's growing into he's himself. He's growing into
0: himself. Uh, uh, we also had, and this is another, I think, school paper guy, who I, is to me the unsung hero of this episode.
1: Yeah. I think because I relate to
0: him because, like we, we've talked about, it. I've been through like episodes of depression and my depression looks more like getting really sassy about people yeah, <laughs> yeah. than it looks like, uh, than it looks like Jonathan. Okay. Because um, who tries to kill himself with a rifle? That Weirdo. was so weird. So weird. I was like,
1: hello, passe. <laughs> uh-huh. How are you even, I guess. I mean, yeah, but then are you using your feet to pull the trigger? It's such a big gun. He's such it's a, a he, little guy. He's such a little such guy a with, with little such a big guy. guy.
0: He needed one of those little, like, uh, little pistols. Little Derringers. Oh,
1: yeah. He needed a, a little, like, pearl-handled. Like, um, thing. But
0: school paper guy, when we're, when uh, Buffy is listening to thoughts, is like, oh, they're just living off the bread crust. And he goes. Red Cross. That's deep. I should write yes. that down. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, do you know on Tumblr how sometimes you write like GPOY? What like, is GPOY? Gratuitous picture of me or like this is like essentially, yeah. Oh, that is that's like, what it was. That's the kind of thought that I would have in high school and be like, oh, I gotta, oh, that's a good, I gotta write that down. Yeah, Someone no, that's, Put yes. in my journal. Like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, ugh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm saying I related too much to this episode. I feel like, uh, have you ever seen the movie Identity? If I have if you haven't I might spoil it for you. It's a John Cusack movie where he's locked in a hotel with a bunch of guys. Nope. So it turns out all of the pe are people and all the people end up just being aspects of this crazy person's brain. Of so, John Cusack's brain. No, he's like it's like is this. Is he one of the aspects? He's one of the aspects. They're all aspects. So what like the, the first shit? the whole movie you think maybe it's not called identity, but it's whatever yeah. it is called. Uh the whole movie you think that it's a horror movie about these people in this hotel, and then mm-hmm. it turns out it's one guy's perspective like one crazy person's uh view of him his brain his brain Shit. has all these pieces and then when you put it all together it becomes this crazy person
1: um it's a very like uh st almost fire ending um wait, what's I the one where so. it was what, wait what was the not st almost fire what's the other one where it Breakfast ends in, Club? no okay it's not that it's not the show what's the show that sounds like st almost
0: oh sorry st elsewhere st elsewhere yes where it's all in the snow globe and the in the autistic boy's brain. Yes, yes, and. Uh, Tommy something. And then a bunch of shows because they reference that are also in yeah. Tommy Westfall with a PH. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. So I felt like that because I do feel I related to school paper guy. Yeah. I related to aggressive question answer yeah. girl. I related to sad Jonathan. To jock. I related to the Jock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So this. Ryan. Maybe
0: this is too much. They're <laughs> all kind of me.
1: Oh my God. Um,
0: but I'm also Buffy telling myself everybody's sad. Yeah. And anxious.
1: When, I liked her approach on that. Yes. When she was like, I don't think about you. Yeah. Like, that sucks. Yeah. It sucks to feel shitty and have nobody give a shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's such, like, a uh, a cool
0: and different way for Buffy to attack a thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: I think that if if Buffy hadn't been hearing people's, if she hadn't had this crazy experience and wasn't growing up, she would have just run in, knocked the gun out of his hand and been like, what the F are you doing? How dare you? And mm-hmm. sent him to the police. Yeah. like. She would have been, I'm justice, and I'm here to, to control mm-hmm. you. And instead, she's like, hey, dude, we're all suffering. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, yeah, I got this insight. I want to share this insight with you. Like, it might get better. It might not.
1: He also, when he says to her, he was like, oh, really? Like, being beautiful and athletic. Yeah. And I was, actually, I was like, he's a classy guy. Like, he wasn't like, being you know, hot like peace of yeah he was just like you're beautiful and athletic i thought that was like a nice way I for him think, to describe yeah, her i think an
0: outside version person looking at buffy that is how they would see her
1: because mm-hmm.
0: i don't think her angst is on display except no. when she wears overalls
1: yeah when she's in her like little black beanie <laughs> and is carrying like this empty army duffel bag
0: <laughs> <laughs> but even that she she went to la for the summer she's kind yeah. of glamorous
1: yeah uh so I had a couple lines that I was just like, oh, yeah. these are a little on point. Right. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay, who hasn't thought about taking out the whole place with a semi-automatic? I wrote yikes, yikes, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. And that's Xander saying that's that. That's Xander saying that. Um,
0: Which really Xander? Yeah. Okay. Have you did you Did you ever have a thought like that? No.
1: I neither. Never. I don't have a lot of people like I guess it's a pretty common thing to have fantasies about killing someone else. Yeah. I have never ever had a fantasy where I want to kill someone. Maybe like beat the shit out of them sure. or like scream at them or publicly humiliate them or ruin their lives, but not
0: kill them, kill them.
1: I don't have yeah. any desire to kill a person. I not even in my brain.
0: I think this is like a different kind of like self-involvedness. Mm-hmm. I have the like the Romy and Michelle's high school reunion fantasy mm-hmm. kind of thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want you to realize how great I am. Yeah. And be sad that we're not friends. Yeah. More than I want you to, like, I want you to think of me and be sad. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather, like, that's the kind of revenge I want. Yeah. Or, and again, we've talked, or I want to never see you again and not think about you ever. Yeah. I don't dwell on the people that I hate. I, I mean, do. I do. Here's the thing, oh. something that, uh, and we're not going to talk about specifics because we won't, but there's someone who did something that made me so mad that I don't think about until I start and we'll like have normal light you and i will talk about things and then when that person comes up and i remember this specific incident i know i get so worked out yeah because i'm still so mad about it but like i don't actually ever dwell on that person or think bad things about that person when i'm not thinking about it
1: but as soon as i remember that i am consumed with it i'm
0: consumed with like (laughs) yeah yeah but
1: i don't have any like and every time it comes up you're like i thought i was over it
0: i'm not but i think i'm not (laughs) (laughs) but it's and it's even a dumb thing and it's not like it's not like this person like i don't know like fucked my boyfriend in front of me or something mm-hmm. but like it's such a it's a thing of like i really just put i compartmentalize it until mm-hmm. i open that compartment i like i keep it in a compartment
1: then i open the compartment peek inside and fuck, there's a there's snake. rage there's like a snake <laughs> yeah. uh, like nut s- nut snake
0: that's yes. gross it, but <laughs> i meant
1: like you know the thing that you, <laughs> like get you open a thing of nuts and you're like but ah. yeah
0: but it's a rattlesnake and it's ready to it's ready to fucking strike poised to strike if it happens in front of her i might it might happen we now know it's a girl Oh, yeah, whatever. (laughs) We gave no clues. No. Okay, there are other people than Kelly who could figure it out. But I don't think they listen to this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) But no, it's such a thing of like, and that's, I'm a compartmentalizer too. But yeah, so like I, I don't live in that box of rage. Mm -hmm. I I go watch television or Mm -hmm. listen to a podcast or I put my rage in a box and hope it dies.
1: Okay, I think, you know what? Actually, now that you're mentioning it like that, I think I'm that way too because like I don't, Walk around being angry at no. people. Um but I do like if someone brings it up, I'm like, oh boy. Oh, yeah. And it seems like I've been like it's been yes!
0: festering. People think I'm dwelling on stuff. Yeah. I'm like, no, you just reminded me of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I spend very little time thinking about the things people have done to wrong me mm-hmm. when I'm not looking at that person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's in a it's in a now, I think it's probably and you and I, I guess, are less healthy. It's probably healthy to, like, deal with those feelings. Sure. Then you actually, like, forgive them, move on, feel good. Well, the move thing on. Is- <sighs> but instead, we're just putting it in a little box. So there's poison boxes.
1: Yeah. In our heads.
0: Thousands of poison boxes, which is not healthier. But we both are adults now. Yeah. So this is a coping mechanism.
1: Look, it's how we live. <laughs> it's how we survive. We've <laughs> got uh, our thing? Um, We learned that Joyce has had sex with Giles twice.
0: Twice once on auto cop car which oh.
1: is kinda hot. Well, I mean we saw it starting and I
0: I would not have thought they were going all the way.
1: They went all the way. They had sex in public. Damn, they are freaky. But
0: they also if if you think if you think about them having sex, or mm-hmm. you like you know that and then you rewatch that episode, which I didn't, but I can do in my mind right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's there. Yeah. Like it's this is not a reveal that is should be surprising Mm-mm. because their performance, like they're acting like they are infatuated with one another. Mm-hmm. Like they're in it, they're in it, they're so in it, and it makes me sad that neither of them want to go back. And I know, get it. Fuck, is Joyce afraid to be happy? <laughs> I think she carries a lot of. Well, it would fuck angst things up with. about yeah. I think she carries a lot of angst about Buffy's life, so I don't think she would do anything. I don't think she would pursue anything when she's not in, when she's in her right mind. Mm-hmm. That would mess with Buffy. Yeah. And it Especially would. because, and it's not Joyce's fault, and it's only sort of Buffy's dad's fault, but Buffy's mm-hmm. dad has, as divorced dad, he's failed. Yeah. He has not done the things that divorced dads should do Mm-mm. to be part of their child's life. Mm-mm. And he's come up short. And it yeah. doesn't mean he's a bad person, but it does mean that I think Joyce d- wouldn't do that again to Buffy. No, no. Wouldn't threaten the paternal figure in Buffy's
1: life again. No. No, certainly not. Plus, Joyce is living at Kathy, Kathy Comic Strip. She She's is. got a lot going on. She, <laughs> she has calories to count. She has chocolate to eat. She has schnapps to drink. Uh, um, maybe if she if she paid more attention to the calories and the schnapps,
0: she'd be better <laughs> off. But she, whatever. The whole counting calories is a tough way to live your life. It is. is hard. I mean, I'm a person who keeps to do lists all the time, so I do like try to manage my life into comfort. Zone, uh-huh. But like literally tracking every piece of food you eat and drink you have seems exhausting
1: yeah it seems tiring and especially if you're the type of person who's prone to like guilt and stuff that's the problem yeah right because then you're always guilty about all the things you are and and are not eating right Uh, whereas i
0: think if you have like if you have a fully healthy relationship with food then probably counting calories it's not a thing no because you just or you you might do it but it's just like you keep it on your phone and you just mm -hmm. do it rather than you're obsessed about it and you're like weight but I had this many calories and I haven't lost this much weight like scales are the same way like you can a person who's prone to any anxiety weighing yourself even weekly but like daily weighing yourself is such a danger zone
1: yeah because it can
0: be water weight it can be this and you're like why do I weigh six more ounces than I did what am I doing what oh I guess I'll do jumping jacks before I get like it's yeah it's not like a it's not a healthy place no and like I guess jumping jacks don't work by the way they don't work if you if you want tips on how to make the scale lower it doesn't actually do it <laughs> it's just an easy exercise fit yeah uh, like i don't know if you were like an anxious person and you were weighing yourself all the time and you didn't like the number and you wanted to try to see yeah. lower jumping jacks is not that's right no um
1: uh pooping works oh, pooping does work uh-huh like go go poo go pee uh-huh. you'd be surprised yeah uh also eating to nutrition yourself is good rather than eating to be like i can't have this i can't yes have that like making sure nourishing you, yourself yeah.
0: well Nutrish,
1: I, kelly nutrition yourself
0: it's <laughs> I, and i wonder sometimes because it is the trend right now like whole foods and all this stuff yeah. and we do live in la and that's part of it but it feels right like it yeah, doesn't it, it does you know and maybe if it was the 80s you'd be like drink diet soda and eat nutris that's yeah. the answer like maybe like just sub out your fat food for your skinny food yeah. like maybe we would think that if it was back then but yeah i think you will feel better if you eat whole foods mm-hmm. like it's yeah it's better
1: mm-hmm. it's just um, more
0: expensive it is more expensive and it takes more planning
1: yeah planning timing which yeah busy people don't have. right which growing up we didn't
0: eat whole thing. foods a lot no me neither it was a lot i mean my mom cooked dinner every single night but yeah. like yeah we didn't have yeah that Mm-mm. things came out of can yeah of
1: but course. that's
0: reason i mean it's not yeah bad yeah but no uh have a green smoothie yeah that's my favorite way to eat whole foods honestly
1: me too because <laughs>
0: like it's it's, so- you can do it very fast
1: too. yep like just gulp that shit down just and you're done down, and you're done and then you're not hungry immediately after and yep. you feel good because you're like oh i have greens in me
0: and you're also like giving your body like your body because you put it in smoothie form your digestive system like doesn't have to work that hard no it just jams right through it's just like vroom, vroom, vroom.
1: yeah yep yeah and not
0: like through which is also yeah. bad
1: i've had that for green smoothies that are not balanced right <laughs> Where I'm like two hours later, it's yeah. out of my body, it's and I'm so like, good. "Oh, what? What? That was two hours ago. <laughs> what happened to the stuff in between?" <laughs> I've started to do flax. Oh yeah, and that is a yeah, situation. A I situation. have that situation as well mm-hmm. sometimes.
0: Um, but no, I love I love a green smoothie.
1: Yeah, me too. We a, share that.
0: Yeah, we do. We've never shared green smoothies though. No, we've someday. never shared someday. <laughs> One can wish. Uh. Oh, my God. we This may be the episode that we talked the least about the episode. I know. I know. Of all time. I know. Which is, we've talked about all the things I took notes on.
1: Yeah. I mean, my last note is Buffy is parkouring all over the place. She like <laughs> She was. runs up that thing, which yeah. to me doesn't seem like it would be that much faster to get up there. But Yeah. Also, did cheerleaders wear their hair down? I mean, I Cordelia it was always, Yeah, I thought it was always up in like a little.
0: In this episode, Cordelia's hair is like hot yeah, roller down. Yeah. Yeah, While she's at the Pepperelli. But maybe Pepperelli hair is different. I was never a cheerleader. But maybe Pepperelli hair is different than game hair.
1: Oh, maybe. But I just remember they always had their hair up and they had like a little ribbon in it. Yep.
0: And maybe top half up. But it was always yeah, like out of your face. There's
1: not any flowiness mm-hmm. around the face.
0: And I've told you my athletic thing about that, right? That it, when I played basketball, um, which I, whatever, when I would play basketball like from my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, if... I played a team, and a girl didn't have her hair pulled up or out of her face. I lost all respect for her.
1: Uh, that's actually really funny you say that. Um, I saw a girl running the other day, and uh. her hair was just down. Like, and I was just like, "What are you doing? What are you? What are you? Like, that's not you're, you're so uncomfortable. Like, it's just this sheet on your yeah. back while you're running. Mm-hmm. No, if you're doing some kind of sport thing, you need to have that out of your face. Right. That's also part of why I. And I know this is like.
0: First, we talked about green smoothies. <laughs> yeah. Now, bring it up and, like, we're talking about such, like, hackneyed uh, hipster conversations, yeah. but also why I don't have a problem with man buns. Yeah. I know what it's like to have your hair in yeah. your way when you don't want it in your way. You, you want it put out. Put it up. Mm-hmm. I don't begrudge you putting your hair up. Mm-mm.
1: Like, please. Everyone put it up. feels happier when it's out of their face. Yeah.
0: I love a fold-over bun thing.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: I do a side braid. You do a side braid. But still. Uh, I mean,
1: my hair is too short to do any of that. Do
0: boys ever do a side braid?
1: No. I don't think I've ever seen a side braid. <laughs> I kind no. of really
0: want. I wish I had a boy in my life with long enough hair. But
1: yeah, I, don't I could, know any. I don't know any dudes because it could work. Beautiful long, manes. You. It needs to be shoulder
0: length. Well, yeah, it has it's, to be. Unless you're gonna like front. You could French it if it's a little shorter. All right. So if uh, any of our listeners are boys in the LA area with l- shoulder length or long hair, come out hair, to I will do your hair. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. I wrote will- Willow's hat. This is the first time I've tried to get a boy from this podcast,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just if I, just- I don't think we've ever had an open <laughs> invitation. We are ready to mingle. Come on out. Sundays. Make sure you bring your long hair so well, that Ryan yeah. can braid it. Well, some Sundays we're gonna be busy. That's true. Oh, that was a fast eyebrow wiggle. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I'm 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 getting re- I'm getting excited. She's getting, She's
1: getting, keyed getting up. prepared
0: do not okay you can either ironically wear board board shorts (laughs) but do not ironically wear (laughs) flip-flops it doesn't work uh uh, do we have anything else to say about these episodes um i think that and we'll probably talk about it again with graduation day because that was another episode that was held Mm -hmm. but it's interesting uh to think of the real world implications and relationship between these episodes because we're watching them totally in a vacuum yes um and so, and so far removed from Columbine specifically, but also the, the, uh, I mean, school shootings are not even like a, a talking point right now. No. Um, so it's just an interesting time to be watching
1: these episodes.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, and so I think that it'll be interesting to still, I mean, cause we only have four episodes left of the season.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're building toward the end of high school. And, yeah, and I mean, now we have Buffy and pals know about the mayor, mm-hmm. and now we know it's identified. Everyone knows who the big bad is. Yep. Uh, we know that the mayor is planning to ascend, whatever that may mean, because mm-hmm. they don't really know. Uh, well, but we, Azeroth is not involved. We and we know that uh, that he's invincible. Yes. Impervious. Yeah,
0: because Angel found that out in his office yes,
1: when he threw a knife at him or a letter opener. Uh, is, I like I liked that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, the big bad is identified, uh, uh, all of the players are kind of like at the starting blocks now because Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, okay, like Buffy will probably still have some monsters of the week, but we know that like faith is, everyone knows faith is bad now. Uh, Buffy has identified like the people that need to be taken care of. The mayor knows that Buffy needs to be taken out. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's going to be exciting to see the buildup towards uh something really awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, for to graduation.
1: Graduation. Right, yeah. because they're smart enough to know that Faith is dumb enough to monologue the exact plans of the mayor.
0: Yeah, it's Faith is is kind of a tragic figure.
1: Well, yeah, cuz she just in that monologue just wanted to say like see I'm accepted somewhere, I'm at his right hand.
0: Yeah. Which and even when she says that, she doesn't even know what he's going to be. So no. like even that is kind of sad because he didn't promise you that and you don't mm-hmm. know that he threatened to kill you like an episode ago yeah and replace you with someone else so like mm-hmm. even this thing that she's put going all in on that person doesn't love her either no. she has nobody
1: no <laughs> and with that <laughs> you can only depend on yourself faith you can o- go for a walk that's so true uh because
0: even the cat lunch lady might try to kill you yeah next week we're gonna have choices
1: and the prom fun yeah they're gonna be really good Awesome. Okay, great. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. We will catch up with you guys next week. Bye.
0: The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.